0: And welcome to the Yellow Jackets Hive. I am Media Melanie here with... And I am Emily. And we are very pleased to bring you our first official episode on our new Yellow Jackets podcast. We are going to talk about the symbol. But before we dive into the symbol, we thought we would just recap some important Yellow Jackets news. Um, Of course, Season 3 has already been picked up before season two even airs that is incredible news emily yeah
1: i they're definitely looking like full steam ahead with this show in the aspect that like this is going to be more than like one or two seasons like they definitely are trying to get things in order i feel like because like we were discussing before this is like a highly serialized show with an ensemble cast now And there are so many moving parts to it that in order to like nail everybody down for even for filming and stuff like that, I feel like they have to schedule like
0: way ahead of time now. They do. They've definitely got their hands full with a very busy and uh, strategic production schedule. So I think that news about season three was highly welcome. In addition, we heard that season two will be streaming on March 24th. And I don't know about you, but I am counting down the days. Yes, absolutely.
1: I it feels so far away, but I feel like at the same time, it's going to go by so fast.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, fortunately, um, we've got some time to do Yellow Jackets rewatch before season two starts. Uh, yeah. Showtime will actually be running a linear marathon on December 26th. And we thought it would be a fun opportunity to... Tweet along and, and watch along with them. So yeah. we will be on Twitter that day, um, live tweeting during some of the marathon. Uh, we will come up with the hashtag to use. We'll share that all with you. And um, while we're there, we may as well do a giveaway as well. So um, mark your calendars for December twenty sixth. We will be participating in the uh, marathon and also doing a giveaway. So super fun.
1: I'm pretty sure the marathon starts at twelve Eastern time. Okay. So it'll start at nine, your time, if it's, if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yes, that makes sense. I will be enjoying my coffee um, along with the marathon. And they'll also be replaying episodes uh, between December 21st and uh, early January. So there are plenty of opportunities to rewatch. And of course, we'll be doing some season one um, recap and reaction episodes during our rewatch to make sure everybody gets caught up sufficiently before season two starts. Yep. There's so many details to discuss Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of season two, um, we're putting up a promo photo here of all of the girls. They appear to be uh, looking at something glowing on the cabin exterior. It's snowy. Coach Ben actually has like a full beard. Natalie's hair is pretty long. Shauna looks a little more pregnant. Um, Crystal's in there, too. Yep. Crystal's in there. Um, So we've got to assume a little bit of time passed, probably since Jackie's death. However, I think a lot of people are speculating that that glow they're looking at could be, um, you know, burning Jackie's body. It could be a cremation. Maybe her body sat outside in the snow and they finally decided to cremate it, or maybe it's somebody else that's burning in the fire. What do you think, Emily? I've seen
1: speculation on Reddit that a lot of people think that, like, you know how when we saw the deer, the last deer that they killed when they cut it open, it was, like, all full of maggots and it was, like, clearly very sick. They, yes. Some people are speculating that, like, all the animals in that area of the wilderness are similar to that deer and they might have... Um, They might have killed another animal for food and realized that that animal was no good, so they burned it. Like, that's a big theory that's going around on Reddit right now,
0: too. Yeah, it could be an animal. It might
1: not even be a person.
0: That's true. It does appear to be some kind of fire, though. I think that's safe to assume, given the glow and the snow. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to seeing more Season 2 promos, hopefully a trailer. Maybe they'll drop it on December 26th. We will have to wait and see. Yeah, ooh, cannot wait. So, um, Maybe another
1: teaser would be nice, like I mean, just like yeah. a little teaser.
0: Yeah, we don't need a lot. Like, just give us little breadcrumbs, right? And you know, yeah. the other thing is the um, the rune crate that Showtime sent us very kindly, along with those amazing Letterman jackets. There's some audio on that, right? Like, there's a, a track of some girls screaming and yelling, and I wonder if that's an actual soundbite from season two, right?
1: To me, it sounded like the way that they were screaming during Doom Coming. Oh, okay. When they made sense. those animal noises, like right before they started chasing Travis through the woods. Right. It sounded similar to that. But I have a feeling that's going to be something that we see repeated again. I don't think that's a one-time thing. <laughs>
0: Right. And for them to use that as the audio in the rune crate, I think is very telling. So you're probably right, as you are with many Yellow Jackets things, because you really are the ultimate citizen detective, Emily. (laughs) I try. (laughs) Yes, yes. And we all appreciate that very, very much. Um, So let's dive into the symbol. Um, Before we get into all the nitty gritty, though, we should point out that Showtime actually sells the rune um in their store we're putting up the showtime store link at the bottom of our screen here so um you know head over to the store um pick up some yellow jackets gear for yourself i know i've got a few of these items on my uh, christmas list this year emily and same yes yes so hopefully um you know hopefully our our christmas wishes will come true and we will be all decked out in yellow jacket stuff and um, again we're doing a giveaway as well, some Showtime merch for December twenty sixth. So don't miss that. Yes. Um, Okay. So the symbol, we ran a poll on Twitter and we asked people, what do you think the rune or symbol is all about? Protection, a warning or something else? And what was the top answer, Emily? It was
1: protection. And honestly, I'm really surprised that warning didn't get a single vote because- before we started theorizing about it being protection like we were kind of convinced that it was a warning at least i was
0: absolutely i mean and it could be a warning for anything however i think the simplest explanation something we've seen on reddit this one is from no sleep for you um you know they could be old markings from hunters and trappers from the abandoned cabin to navigate the area Um, Or, you know, perhaps warnings created by previous inhabitants to warn about, you know, maybe a a trap that was built. We know the pit is built there. Or, um, you know, it it could be some kind of symbol about the animals that live there. Or, you know, maybe an impaled person or an impaled animal. Um, Yeah, I had a crazy thought before that...
1: Like, the symbol could possibly be showing, like, what happens when you fall into the pit. Like, the, the long line through the body of the symbol could be the pit, like, could be the the stakes or spikes, whatever you want to call them. And the two short ones are obviously the arms. The hook would be the person hanging upside down when they're being bled out. And obviously the circle would be the head but that thought crossed my mind. And I know we talked about that a while ago too.
0: We did, yes, yes. And, you know, even just with the show in general, symbology is a, is a really, you know, big theme. We see a lot of symbology with, you know, the wolves, with the deer, animal skins. Um, Also, you know, the mentions of trigonometry, which is something, you know, people were saying, maybe it's this like sacred, you know, trigonometry situation. But, you know, as the uh, fandom pointed out in one of the interviews, uh, thanks, by the way, to Ash on Twitter for getting us the article um you know ashley and bart talk about there's a lot of breadcrumbs and clues they put into the show but with the trigonometry um they just said they hated trigonometry in school and it's more of a joke so you know that that trigonometry rabbit hole they kind of debunked and said you know that was an inside joke from the writer's room but an interesting thing they said as well was that there are a few little breadcrumbs that were in there that nobody's picked up on. So it's interesting Mm -hmm. to see what people are latching onto and what they're noticing and not noticing. So I want to know what other breadcrumbs she's talking about. Like, what haven't we picked up on yet? I feel like we picked up on everything. (laughs) I mean, right? Um, So, you know, maybe when we do our rewatch, that's something that we can, you know, just, be more aware of and and see if, you know, there are little things that we missed. Although I do think our our community has been very eagle eyed in terms of catching some of these things. So, yes. yes. And I believe the article was from like earlier in 2022. So since then, I think the fandoms dived even deeper into a lot of this stuff. Um, And, you know, We see the symbol a few times during season one, right? We see it on the tree where uh, Rachel is buried. We see it in just a slightly different iteration on the cabin floor. So Mm -hmm. the cabin floor one is like, it's surrounded in a circle, which is interesting. What do you make of that? Um, I think it had,
1: like, the most logical explanation I feel like would be it's from a candle. Like, because... Why else would Misty, when she sees Travis's autopsy pictures, even suggest that those black smudges could be wax stains if they didn't put candles, if candles didn't somehow factor into it? And it almost looked like it was candle wax that was on the floor, too. So maybe the whole candle thing didn't even start with them. Maybe the hunter had some weird ritual that he did that involved the symbol, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Um, we also see the rune on Nat's kidnapper's necklace at the mm-hmm. end of season one. Uh, we also see it on the postcard, which, you know, fortunately, again, thank you, Showtime. We got mm-hmm. our own little postcard versions. And, you know, it is definitely something that we saw on the postcard as well. Yeah. So, um, And then, of course... Travis's autopsy scene, you know, as you had mentioned, Misty puts all the pictures together like she's doing a survivor puzzle and <laughs> somehow knows that it forms the symbol, which to me is like highly sus because so, so sus. Who can put that together unless unless you knew that it was a puzzle to be put together, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I go back to like Misty would be the ultimate survivor contestant because. Like she needs to be on the puzzle team like that. That's incredible. I mean, that she can put that together. So for me, highly sus, it really makes me question Misty. And um, I mean, gosh, we have so many questions about Misty anyway. So, yes. Um, And, you know, we also saw the symbol in the season two um, teaser sewn into a quilt with some blood on it. Um, What? Do we think about this?
1: Oh man, I feel like the fabric—it like it obviously looks like two different pieces of fabric stitched together. So, number one, where do they even get the stuff to sew while well, they're out there? That's my first question. Good and question. number two, is it from clothing, like from people that died, that they're using and they're stitching it all together? Because the blood makes me think maybe it could be related to Shauna and Shauna having her baby.
0: Right. You know, I thought that too. Maybe it's a baby blanket. Maybe it was used to deliver the baby. Um, But I feel like this photo looks more like they're actually sewing it. So if the blood's on the blanket, like while they're sewing it, what else was the blanket used for? And how did that blood get there?
1: Unless the blood was like already on that piece of fabric and they used it anyways, but that still doesn't explain how it got there.
0: Right. Yeah, I find that very interesting. And I cannot wait to see some clarification on that um, as we get to season two. And you know, we should also mention that our committed fandom is also getting the symbol tattooed on themselves. um, In addition to Showtime having some of the merch with the symbol on it as well. We love to see in the Facebook discussion group people going all in on yellow jackets. And this is a perfect example.
1: Yes, that is a dedicated fan right there.
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely love that. Um, Okay, so I think something important to mention about the symbol is that Showtime refers to it as a rune, right? So Mm -hmm. it made the most sense to us to really look into runes and and define them. So um, what are runes? Here's a definition. Runes. Runes. Oh, go ahead. you, You start. You go. Okay. Um, Runes are ancient alphabets. The word rune comes from an old Norse term, meaning a secret letter that was used for casting spells. Writing itself was often seen as magic by other peoples who had no writing systems of their own. So it can be a mark or letter of mysterious or magic significance. Uh, Runes can also be small stones, pieces of bone um, that are bearing runes and used as uh, divine symbols uh, the casting of runes like, um, is like casting a spell, apparently. So, mm-hmm. um, Emily, tell us the purpose of runes. So runes were used to
1: write various Germanic languages, with some exceptions, before they adopted the Latin alphabet and for specialized purposes thereafter. In addition to representing a sound value, runes can be used to represent the concept after which they are named, which is also referred to as an ideograph. Um, what I also found interesting about them was um oh i just totally lost my train of thought i'm sorry
0: oh no it's all good you know what i'll pick it up because what um what i did was i pulled the um rune alphabet the norse rune Mm. alphabet and looked at it and the symbols and to me the rune, the symbol from Showtime, doesn't really readily match any of those symbols. So mm-hmm. for me, that means that they're using rune in a more general term, and it probably doesn't coincide with a specific rune alphabet. Um, You know, the yeah. Wiccan alphabet um also has a lot of symbols that, you know, could be potentially related to the symbol. Again, there's not necessarily one that completely fits. So I think, They're using the rune as, you know, its own meaning, which, of course, we haven't heard yet in a more generalized way. And, you know, maybe it does not directly tie in. It's it's just more in a general sense.
1: I remembered what I wanted to say. Love it. Um, So I found it really interesting in one of the articles that I read. They said they said that runes can also be talismans, which I thought was super interesting because Lottie makes that necklace for Van and they refer to it as a talisman. And it's, and she says it's to keep you safe. Like she specifically says it's to keep her safe, which we all know it didn't work because Thaisa took it from her and put it on herself. But maybe if Thaisa never took that, maybe Van would have never gotten attacked if it really was some sort of like protection.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that makes sense and the fact that we see, you know, a talisman presented in the show in general is interesting. So, it goes back to, you know, maybe it is a symbol of protection um or or not. Um, you know, we've we still got a little bit more to cover on it, but um, you know, as with the show, there's just so many directions that everything can go and it's our job to speculate and theorize and we are very committed to doing that. So um, we're going to keep doing it until we have the answers that satisfy us. Absolutely. Yes. Um, And, you know, in terms of um, another code system that has been talked about on Reddit, um, hobo codes. Emily, tell us a little bit about what hobo codes are.
1: So, hobo code was used, it like became really popular back from what I've read, back in like the 1920s. Um, There were a lot of transient um, individuals at that point in time across the country. So, it was really big for homeless people that were traveling by train. Um, They would leave symbols near train tracks to show like, um, this house um, has a nice um, owner, like food can be found here don't go here, dogs here, like all very um, all geared to send a message to anyone else that would come across it. But you would have to be um, familiar with the code in order to understand it, obviously. So um, I kind of thought that the symbol looked like a lot of hobo code symbols all thrown together. And as you can see in this um reddit post by winter yak 9031 they obviously speculated the same they drew a bunch of ind- um all the different colors that you see in this picture are all different individual hobocode symbols and they're all thrown together so as you can see the blue circle indicates nothing to be gained here the uh yellow triangle with the two arms means man with a gun lives here which we all know the man in the cabin had a gun so that could obviously be directed towards him the line below that says alcohol here which i found really interesting because we all know that natalie finds that bottle of alcohol underneath the porch the night of dune coming and she shares it with coach Then there's um, the bottom, the hook, which I think is the most interesting one out of the entire thing. It either indicates halt or stop. Um, And right directly next to that, the bottom of the triangle and the other arm indicates a beating awaits you here. Which, I mean, they've said we're going to get the hunter's backstory eventually. So that makes me think, like, if they really are going the the shining aspect with this man like I heard them say then a beating awaits you here like that's not a unrealistic thing to happen or for us to see if he really was like if he really did go off the deep end say he had a family and he abused them maybe he even killed them like who knows
0: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, You know, we love, excuse me, we love our cabin daddy and we definitely hope to get another backstory. Um, It's our plan to have Will uh, who played cabin daddy in season one back on the podcast. So we can talk to him a little about uh, about his experience in season one and whether or not he has heard anything for season two. So that is on our radar. Um, And, you know, you just mentioned, you know, maybe he was some kind of a killer, right? Another route that we kind of went down a little bit was about Robert Hansen. So Robert Hansen um, was a a serial killer. He uh, was nicknamed the Butcher Baker. And I think it's interesting, Butcher, because, of course, we have the Butcher excuse me, in the Cannibal Council in season one. So, you know, that's interesting. But also um, Robert Hansen's trophy case featured many different archery trophies featuring antlers. So there's some antler symbology with Robert Hansen, which I find to be interesting. But the Mm. most compelling is that, um, you know, he had a rough childhood, as many serial killers do, but over time, he became an avid game hunter and he channeled his rage into stalking animals, which later turned into stalking women. And he actually, um, he started killing in 1972 and he would pick up prostitutes, force them at gunpoint in her car, um, in, in his car, maybe rape or torture them. And then <clears throat> he would fly them to a secluded spot and hunt them like animals. I mean, does does this seem like something that could possibly be tied in?
1: That is just like, that is crazy that he actually managed to force women into an airplane and took them out into the middle of nowhere and then released them only to hunt them like wild game. And obviously we tie that to Yellow Jackets because we know the hunter had a plane. We know that the cabin was really secluded and we don't know exactly what this symbol means yet so the symbol could be tied to him and hunting possibly like these are all speculations that we're making and assumptions and hopefully we'll eventually find out but he also which i feel like was the most interesting thing about him when he was caught by police when they searched his house they found a map of Alaska behind his headboard and on the map were markings where bodies were found and they eventually used that map to locate victims that they didn't even know existed but he marked them with x's like and they've been referred to as symbols and markings so the fact that they refer to symbols in relation to him really also makes me think that like there could be something to this theory.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, Ashley and Bart have pulled from different things. Um, something we'll get into in a second is uh, the Donner Party and the cannibalism and, and all of that. So, you know, they've said they've pulled from the the book Hunger. So maybe they're also pulling from, you know, other serial killers and just kind of interweaving the story into their own narrative, which, you know, I, I mean, again, they are so talented to come up with this this five season incredible show like the talent behind knowing when to use red herrings when not to these breadcrumbs like they're just so genius so yeah. genius yes
1: i mean they've only given us one season and look at all of the like theories that have come up and the speculation and it's insane like how the fandom has just taken every little detail and analyzed the heck out of it <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And it's been so much fun. um just you know, being a part of the community, we've made so many friends and connections. and you know it's been nice um for some of the fans to reach out to us, uh, you know, when we started this new podcast. So thanks to everybody that's here yeah. listening and following. We appreciate your support. Yeah. um so another theory about the symbol was their cannibalistic cult ritual. Um, what have you read about that?
1: Okay, so another common theory is that the symbol can be interpreted as depicting someone hung upside down, like we talked about a little bit earlier, um, with the circle being the head, the triangle being the body, the lines being the arms, and the hook being the way in which the girl was strung up while bled out. But if it was already there, then who was performing this ritual before? Or did they adapt it and make it their own ritual?
0: Right. I mean, we've talked about the fact that in the Canadian wilderness, there are some abandoned underground mines, perhaps underground tunnels, and that's something we see in Lottie's vision. So I don't think it's out of the realm to believe that there could be other people out there with them. Not to mention Showtime updated their Twitter bio to say they weren't alone out there. So that could go a couple directions. It could mean there were actually other people existing somewhere out there. Maybe that's who Javi found and was able to seek shelter with. Or they could be referring to supernatural. So it's one of these yeah. like double entendres where, you know, we just we we don't know, but we do know for a fact that they weren't alone out there. Yeah. Whatever that means. So I
1: agree. I think I think it's either there were other people or they're leaning towards it being like a supernatural meaning. I definitely think it's one of the two.
0: Yep, absolutely. And, you know, along with the cannibalistic cult ritual, we did see in the trailer for season two, um, you know, the writing of I love you on somebody's arm. I think this is maybe related to Travis and Nat. What do you think?
1: I definitely think that could be possible. uh, Also because in the finale, um, before they go to the reunion, Misty is asking Natalie if she'll come and Nat, I don't remember the exact quote, but Natalie says something like, what do you want a blood oath from me? So as soon as I saw that picture, my mind immediately went to that quote, like immediately. But using some of my citizen detective skills, um, I was looking at the promo picture that they released and the outfits that everybody was wearing and the sleeve of the person that's arm is being drawn on. Um, it looks like there's like a red piece of fabric coming out from underneath their sleeve. And if you look closely at Crystal's sleeves, she's mm. wearing something red underneath her jacket. So I thought maybe it could be Crystal's arm because it oh. also looks, it, the arm also looks like it's a little bit tanner as well. So I was thinking either Crystal or maybe it could be Thaisa and Van.
0: Oh, interesting. I mean, it, it really could go either way. Um, Hey, in the season two trailer, did we see somebody carving the symbol or writing the symbol as well? Was that in there? They were like you see it being carved into a tree.
1: I know that, but right. I don't think it was anything other than that.
0: OK, and we couldn't tell who was carving it. I would suspect Lottie if I'm just like throwing guesses out in the wind, but, you know.
1: Well, she is definitely the one in that teaser. When you see the symbol being drawn on the window, she's definitely the one that's drawing it on the window for sure.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, if they're featuring the symbol slash rune so heavily in the season two uh, promo material, it makes me think that, you know, maybe we'll actually have an answer for the symbol slash rune's meaning in season two.
1: I hope so. I hope so too. like it's something they could they could make us speculate about for a long time if they wanted to, though.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. Um, So it'll be interesting to see whether or not we do get the answer in season two or in season three, since we know that there's a season three. Props to Yellow Jackets for getting picked up before the second season even airs for a third season. I still can't believe that. It's like mind-blowing. I don't think I've ever heard of a show that had that happen before. I don't think so either. I'll have to do a little more research, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like very, very exciting. Um, yeah. oh, and there's a recasting for season two, not to get off topic too much, but we did hear in Sammy Hanratty's story that they've recast Akilah.
1: Mm-hmm. I think her name is Naya. I can't remember her last name, but yeah, I'm really curious as to why that happened. I know we've discussed this, um, because we actually kind of discussed this with Cabin Daddy before, too, when we were talking about the possibility of him being in season two. And he said that um, there's always a possibility of being recast, which we see happen with one character. So maybe it will happen with another. I just found it. It's it's one thing to recast after the pilot episode. Like we saw Kevin Tan's character change um, after the pilot, the young Kevin Tan was played by a different actor in the pilot episode and then played by another one in the second episode. Um, and it it's not as noticeable with only one episode, but a whole season to recast somebody is just like, it's not very common. So...
0: It's not common. I'm trying to think of others where they've done that. Um, I feel like Riverdale might be one where I think that Reggie, one of the characters ended up going over to 13 reasons why. So they had to recast his Riverdale character or it was vice versa. But I believe that's like the only other example that I could think of like top of my head. Did you ever
1: watch um,
0: Shameless? Oh my gosh. I loved Shameless, which Sammy Hanratty's in, of course.
1: They recast the kid that played Liam in like one of the really late seasons. Like, I can't remember which season it was, but it was he was played by the same kid for like the first five or six seasons. And then the next season they recast him and he looked completely different, like no, looked nothing alike.
0: Huh, gosh, I don't know if I remember that. It's been a while since I've watched, but gosh, what another great Showtime show! Mm-hmm. I loved Shameless. It might be in my top ten shows of all time. Like I love the Gallagher's. Yeah, love the Gallagher's. Fiona was definitely my favorite. Like loved her when she left the show. Emmy Rossum, I was like really sad.
1: Lip was always my favorite.
0: <laughs> oh, I love Lip, and of course his new show, The Bear, on Hulu yeah. is very I exceptional. Watch that! I oh my god. Emily, you need to watch the bear. It's so good. You'll burn through it super fast, easy to watch. Like if you love Lip, you will love the bear. So watch it. I'll definitely check it out. Yes. Um, Okay. Back to the symbol. Um, There is another theory about it being a mathematical map. Emily, tell us about that theory
1: this popular theory suggests that the symbol is a mathematic equation that if solved correctly can not only tell the girls where they are in reference to civilization but it could also help them escape which is crazy in this way the symbol was never necessarily intended for the girls but for whoever became stuck in this area of the wilderness if it truly is a map for their bearings then the yellow jacket symbol never had any supernatural connection until the girls arrived with Lottie likely adopting it for her cult and assigning a meaning itself.
0: (sighs) Yeah. I mean, you know, that could definitely be, um, another theory. I went down some rabbit holes last night, um, particularly on the Reddit of, um, let's see, what is it? Uh, she is here. It's coming back up. Oh, I F Corona. Um, I'm putting the link here at the bottom, but oh my goodness, like this whole Reddit thread was so interesting to me because it talked a lot about technical things that I actually had kind of a hard time wrapping my head around, but it talked about... Um, things like sextants, which is something Mm -hmm. that I never thought about um, in terms of the symbol. So a sextant Mm -hmm. is actually um, an instrument with a graduated arc of 60 degrees and a sighting mechanism that is used for measuring angular distances between objects and especially for taking altitudes in navigation. So if you look at a sextant, I mean, it looks very similar to the symbol in terms of it has like a round part on the top, which looks like the head. It has like Mm -hmm. a little mechanism on the bottom, which could be construed as a hook. Um, Mm -hmm. It has the two little glass filters on the side, which look a little bit like the arms. So it's interesting because what if the symbol really is some way for them to like measure where they are and and navigate, right? Um, Yeah. I mean that's something I didn't think of. And in this thread it talked a lot about um occult is a uh, uh, okay I need to pronounce
1: this
0: occultation Occultation. O-C-C-U-L-T-A-T-I-O-N, occultation, O-C-C-U-L-T-A-T-I-O-N okay. um, in terms of sextant. So apparently this is when, um, let's see, what is the definition of that? It's when one celestial body covers up another. And apparently there's certain times that you can achieve or it's easier to make these type of measurements with a sextant during an occultation uh, when the two celestial bodies are over each other. So um, would did that mean? Like when the moon overlaps something else? I believe so. So yeah. the the Reddit user said when they started searching for information on occultation, longitude and sextant, there were a lot of images of converging lines, triangles and circles that reminded them mm-hmm. a lot of the symbol. Okay. Um, and then the let's see, there's a part in the notes I'm just looking for here. Bear with me for just a second. Um, OK, so. Apparently, during 1997, there was a Saturn-led occultation by the moon. And during that time, of course, the Yellow Jackets were trapped out in the wilderness. And it's interesting that the Saturn Roman deity devoured his children, which I guess is depicted on this um painting by Goya. But apparently the timing of this 1997 occultation could coincide with an easier measurement using the symbol to help them navigate out of there. Now, again, there's like a lot of technical things within this. I encourage you to go read the thread. It is so informative. Um, There's also talk about um, like, like bees and how they use this certain type of navigation and how the oh, really? episode was named the flight of the bumblebee yeah. and and it's called um, I think it's called like uh, it sounds like phoenix by the way shout out to phoenix one of our <laughs> one of our friends of the show um, but anyway go read this Reddit thread. Again, the link is at the bottom, but it it talks a lot about these sextants and occultations and like these really technical things navigation wise. So um go down that rabbit hole. I highly encourage it. Very informative. Um, yeah, there's a lot in there. A there lot. is a lot in there. But the main thing I took out of it was that the symbol looks like a sextant. And to me, that means that perhaps there's a way they can actually measure themselves in terms of like where civilization is, or maybe it's, you know, showing them, showing them where they are in some fashion. You I don't know, know what else that
1: makes me think of like the sextant and the fact that it could be like a map or directions is Adam's tattoo on his back.
0: Oh my God. I know. I mean, we've talked about that as well. Like why would they specifically create such a tattoo and put it on the actor, you know, in, in every, every scene that he's in or every time we see the tattoo, if there wasn't some special meaning behind it. Yeah.
1: There are mountains in the tattoo. There are circles. Like I'm pretty sure there's triangles. And like you said, this person said that when they were researching this, they saw a lot of pictures of lines converging with triangles and circles. And that is like the gist of the tattoo. So that makes me think even more like, I know they said, Oh, Adam's a red herring, but I don't know if I truly believe
0: that. Right. And, you know, there is the possibility the tattoo was simply put there as a means of identifying his body yeah. and, you know, yeah. um, somehow getting the girls on the on the um, hook for his murder. But, um, you know, I mean, maybe not, but maybe it is all tied in. Um, I mean, he did at one point say, you know, that him and Shauna should go to the cabin in the Poconos, which I've always found to be highly sus. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh-
1: you don't ask a girl that was traumatically stranded in the wilderness for two years to go spend time out in the woods. You
0: absolutely do not do that. It's just not a thing. Um, and you know, before we move on to the next one, just one more quick note on, um, the occultation thing. So apparently like when we see the cannibal seams during the winter, some are at dusk and some are at dawn. And apparently, um, It's better for finding longitude by occultation during dusk and dawn. So perhaps it was very strategic in terms of the timing of when we saw those scenes with the ritual, pit girl, et cetera, Um, in terms of dusk and dawn and, you know, tying into this occultation and sextant thing. I don't know. But I, I think that that's another key piece of information that may or may not be related to the symbol.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it was important, the timing of when they had the feast and the timing of when Pit Girl ran through the the forest and fell into that pit. I think it was all very planned, like, for sure.
0: Right, right. And, I mean, we've talked about this before, too. You know, it takes time to... Drain a body of the blood and get it all prepared and all that stuff, too. So, it also could just be that it took that long to actually prepare the body for the feast. Yeah. Um, you know, or maybe there is some relation to the dusk and dawn aspect. Yeah. TBD.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, so we, we talked a little bit at the beginning about whether or not the symbol was protection or warning. There are, also theories out there that it is actually protection against bad spirits. So why don't we talk about that Reddit theory, Emily?
1: Okay. So I found this theory. It is from the user Charleston Chops. And they suggested that the symbol is actually some sort of a charm that is used to protect an area or person from the bad spirits that may have cursed it. And we talked a little bit about this earlier. This theory comes from the notion that Ashley Lyle recommended the book, The Hunger, which is based on the cannibalistic true story of the Donner Party. The novel features a section in which the characters find a mysterious symbol and unexplained flashes. The characters then realize that the symbol is a charm against bad spirits, including the hungry ones, which refers to cannibals similar to those in Yellow Jackets. It's possible that the symbol will be used as a way to protect the Yellow jackets from the suture, supernatural spirits in the wilderness, with Lottie again eventually adopting it as the symbol for her cult.
0: Oh, I mean, that's so interesting. And if it is a symbol of protection, then that's obviously acknowledging that there's something there they need to be protected from, whether that's yeah. a person or, you know, some kind of supernatural entity. Of course, we don't know. But um, apparently, that book had a supernatural spin to it, which I find compelling because, you know, if they're basing part of Yellow Jackets on the book and there is the supernatural part of the book, then. Who's to say there's not something supernatural happening in the wilderness?
1: Yeah. I Ugh. mean, there's so much that points to it already. Like from what we've seen in the first season, like I always go back to when Lonnie says it didn't want them to leave. Like that line always sticks out in my head. Um, and I really think that there could be some merit behind that. Like for sure.
0: I mean, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um... I just want to know like how the symbol got there and who carved it. I think that's like the missing key to the thing. And and hopefully when we do get Cabin Daddy's backstory, you know, we will see it like the first time it's carved into a tree or on the floor. It does appear to be ritualistic in some way, though, you know, based on, you know, Travis's death, especially. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they had their seance with it. And you know, what, what was Jackie's line? Oh, this is like very seancey or whatever. Totally seancey, yeah. Yes. So um, it's interesting that they had a seance in the cabin given like the creepy vibes that were around and, you know, they leveraged the symbol for it. So I think that's, you know, another strategic use of the symbol.
1: Yeah. And they, they put the candles on top of the symbols for their seance. And I know I've said this before. I think the seance was like a jumping off point for them with their ritual. Like, I think a lot of the things that we see in the seance, they will use later in this ritual that they develop. Like, the candles, the symbol are all going to come into play. Even the wording that they said, like at the beginning, Jackie says something like, Oh, spirits, like we call to you, or something like that. And I think that there's a really good chance that we're going to see all of that again for sure.
0: Completely agree. And, you know, I find it interesting that Jackie was one of the ones not buying into any of it. And she's the first one that dies, you know, aside from the plane crash. So yeah. I mean, and, you know, we see that, um, death dream as well, you know, of, of Jackie dying and everybody welcoming her and all that. So, you know, cabin daddy's there, Laura Lee's there, you know, something we've discussed before, um, you know, we don't see coach Martinez there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Javi's not there cause he's out in the wilderness somewhere, but, um. Mm-hmm you know just the fact that we're seeing the death dream does give it a little bit of that not necessarily supernatural but um like spiritual right yeah, so sure. i mean it's definitely not out of the realm for there to be some kind of supernatural thing a lot of people have kind of compared or talked about yellow jackets and lost kind mm-hmm. of both having that did did you watch lost emily i did Yes. Yeah, same major. here. Um, also watched it. And, you know, it's it's a little different. I mean, they're they got in a plane crash. They're on an island. And boy, does Lost go off on some major tangents. I, I can't yeah. see Yellow Jackets, you know, bringing up like a smoke monster or, no. like you know, no. but you know what Lost did have an underground bunker We did, yes. Like, it's, again, not out of the realm. Like, you just mentioned candles and the seance and all that. When we saw Lottie um, having her dream in the – under her vision in the underground bunker, like, there were – or tunnels, whatever you want to call them. There were candles everywhere, too. Mm -hmm. So I've got to think that the candle usage is also, you know, very strategic there. So, um, you know, when will we see it again? I don't know. I definitely think that – that dream that
1: she had was something that we will see again. I don't think that it was just put in there for shits and giggles, if you will.
0: Right. I mean, you know, again, I don't think it's out of the realm that Javi has found some kind of underground shelter and maybe that was some foreshadowing for it. Um, You know, we don't think Javi's dead because we've seen Luciano filming for season two. So we're assuming he comes back and we're not going to see ghost Javi. Um, But again, like the underground thing don't think it's super out of the realm
1: yeah and we talked about where they filmed the lake scenes too and um it we saw a picture of what we thought was the lake that they film at and in that picture there are tunnels that look like they lead to railroad tracks so It could be possible that there is some kind of a transportation method out there that they just haven't come across yet, like a road or train tracks, because if there are other people out there, they had to have come from somewhere.
0: They sure did. And, you know, we have no way of knowing exactly where they are and how far from civilization. I mean, for all we know, you know, there could be some kind of like village or small mountain town, like around the next few bends, you know. Um, And the show has made it clear that the wilderness does not want them to leave there. So I don't think they really even got very far when they tried to leave. I mean, Laura Lee, obviously, You know, she very clearly didn't make it. And, you know, the girls didn't make it when they went on their journey. Of course, Van was attacked by the wolves. They saw the river of blood, which, um, again, are all very shady things to be going on in the wilderness. But, um, I mean, we just don't know how close civilization is. Perhaps they should use the symbol as a sextant and measure. (laughs) But as we know, they may not have been really good at trigonometry. So it may not be their cup of tea or expertise.
1: I was just going to say, they said when they were doing their, like, funeral for all the people that died in the crash, like, they said Rachel was really good at trigonometry. Like, she always knew her, her secants and co-secants and stuff like that. So, her dying, like, maybe she would have been the one that would have been able to get them out of there.
0: That's, that's true. Um, you know, the other kind of like interesting thing is when we see the symbol, I get the feeling that there's somebody watching them. I mean, do you get that? Like the camera perspective and like the, the music, it doesn't seem like they're just simply showing it. It seems like there's, there is somebody watching them. Like, again, who's watching them? Is it a supernatural? Is it like another cult that's out there? Um, again, not sure. But. Yeah, because
1: when they're at the lake, too, like, when they first find the lake and they see the reflection from the cabin, again, it looks like there's somebody watching them. Like, the angles of the camera and the way that they, like, they don't focus on the actual group at one point. They focus on, like, the background of the group. And I looked for hours, like, trying to see if there's anything there and there's nothing, but... They're definitely like, I feel like they're definitely trying to hint at there being either someone else out there or like we've said, like the supernatural spirits, whatever, like whatever energy is tied to that part of the land that they're on, like it, it does not want them to go anywhere.
0: Right. And now we can say for sure it is either one or the other. It is either a person or it is something supernatural. And we are basing that very fact based, by the way, on Showtime's Twitter bio. So, you know, if, uh, go check it out. Be sure to tweet Showtime Yellow Jackets. They've been pretty active on their socials lately. They've been liking a lot of our posts, which of course we appreciate. So, you know, thanks to Showtime for supporting us on the socials. We super appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And, um, you know, speaking of support, we would love for all of you to come and speculate with us on Reddit. We have our new Reddit sub, uh, Yellow Jackets Hive. And we are inviting all of you to come and speculate with us. We love having our community of citizen detectives. We love speculating more than anything. Again, Mm -hmm. we have our watch it Wednesday post where we talk about the other shows we're watching to fill the time in between now and yellow jacket season two. So lots of fun stuff there. Don't miss it. Um, we are also on the usual socials. Uh, we are at, um, Yellow Jackets Hive on Instagram. We are at Hive After Dark on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Yellow Jackets Hive Podcast. So Be sure to connect with us. We are very active. Um, We love creating Yellow Jackets content. And you know what? If there are any fans out there that like to do the edits or fan art or anything like that, um, email us, yellowjacketshive at gmail.com. We'd love to incorporate your stuff into the podcast or our social media. Uh, We are all about creating a positive community where we can all speculate together in harmony. And, um, you know, I mean, we just, we love yellow jackets and and we appreciate you all for for watching and listening. So thank you.
1: Yeah. Like you just said, we love speculating and theorizing. And if you do too, yeah, definitely join our Reddit group. That is the place to go if you want to share crazy off the wall theories and speculate and even just share random facts or like thoughts that you've had after watching the show? Because I know there have been times when I'm watching and I immediately go to Reddit and I'm like, okay, I just saw this. Like, what do you guys think?
0: Yes. I mean, gosh, Reddit just has so many different rabbit holes too. Like I talked about, you know, during the episode, that one thread that talks about the occultation and the latitudes, longitudes, sextants, and all that stuff. Like, what a smart person. I mean, I – you know, consider myself to be smart, but like all of that stuff, again, some of it went over my head, but I just, I find it very impressive that people can extract that type of wisdom and symbology. And I'm just super impressed. So again, you know what, I'm going to put up that, um, that Reddit thread again. It's from I F Corona, I F K A R O N A. And I, again, if you're interested in the symbol, like we are, and I'm sure everybody else is, um, you know, go go visit that Reddit thread. I cannot encourage you enough um, to really dive into that and other Reddit rabbit holes when it comes to yellow jackets.
1: There's so many.
0: <laughs> yes, there are. Yes, there are. Um, well, I, I feel like we covered the symbol slash the rune pretty comprehensively. Mm -hmm. Um, but if there's something we missed or, you know, you have a theory that we did not cover, we would absolutely love for you to share it with us. Um, you know, comment on our socials, even send us a short video. Maybe we'll share it on our social media. We love to get input from everybody in the fandom and, you know, um, We are here to keep speculating. We've got a few more months to do it and we will be busting our butts, putting out lots of content to keep you guys busy and occupied before March 24th. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) <laughs> yes. And you know what? Let's just give Showtime a little love one more time. We're going to put up the Showtime link here for Yellow Jacket Store. You can just Google Yellow Jacket Store on Showtime as well. They've got amazing stuff in their store, including the symbol pendant necklace. Very timely for today's symbol episode. Um, mm. And then they've got some other fun gear too. Um, again, lots of that is on my Christmas list. Um, hey, if anyone wants to get it for us, like <laughs> totally happy to share my mailing address. No big deal. Yep. Um, Um, but you know, hopefully Santa will be delivering some of those goodies. So, yes, absolutely. All right. Well, I think with that, we're going to wrap it up. Um, again, thank you to everybody who has reached out in support of our new podcast. We are beyond excited to be here and, um, thank you for having us in the Yellow Jackets community. We will be back soon with another new episode. Yes. All right. Bye everybody. Yes, we are. Awesome. Well, hey, here's to our first episode and many more. So um, thanks again. And uh, we're out. Yep. We'll see you next time. Bye.